sort of think of it as a nightmare in progress. Everything you pray for. You are all my children now. It's an honor. Hello, and welcome to the Debate of the Dead podcast. I know the Screamathon just ended, so we're we're calming down. We're going back to like regular movies now. I know it's a bummer, but I wanted to start off with a movie that I've been obsessed with for years. It's been out for almost a decade now. And this is one of those movies that I just found a long time ago, thought it was a really interesting concept and just always, it always sort of stuck with me. And I I wanted a platform to talk about it because I feel like on the internet and stuff, not People are just not talking about this movie, and I don't understand why. So here's to bringing more exposure to the 2015 movie Circle. It's just called Circle. Not the Circle, just Circle. It's to clarify if that if that helps uh, your Google searches on this movie. Joining me here to talk about this movie with me is my newest patron at the cream of the crop tier, Matthew Butterfield. How are you? Hi, um, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm uh, more than happy to have you. Thank you so much for joining the the patron, uh, Patreon, whatever whatever you want to call it, because it uh, allows me to, you know, keep making these episodes. So, And I've been dying to find someone to um, talk about this movie with. So tell me a little bit about your your relationship with this movie. Have you seen it a lot of times, a few times, one time? What's, uh, what, do you, what do you know about this movie? Um, well, I've seen it twice total. Uh, the first time was with my uh, little brother who was visiting me from uh, across the country. And we nice. just happened to we were looking for some sort of like suspense thriller or horror movie on Netflix to watch. And then we just saw it, read the little like blurb about it. And we're like, let's give it a shot. Um, we watched it and we're just kind of like staring at it the whole time. I don't think we really like talked much during it. And at the end, we were just like, what the hell is that? Like, it just, it was such a strange and different movie. It definitely know? is. It, it definitely is. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, I, I, I kind of recommend it to people, but they don't know. There's no good way of explaining what it is without giving it away, you know? Like, yeah, it's one of those. It's, it's, uh, so I try to tell people, I'm like, yeah, you should check it out. And then they just, you know, I don't know if they do or not, but you just don't really hear much about it. And yeah, so it was really cool when you asked if that was the movie I want to talk about. I was like, absolutely. Sweet. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. Uh, because th- this, like I said, this is one I've, I've seen countless times over the years, just like threw it on when I was bored, didn't have anything to watch, folding laundry, like it's a background movie, like yeah. all that stuff. And I, of course, showed it to people all the time growing up. And this movie, it just fascinates me. So if you haven't, this is... This is a movie you should definitely watch before listening to this podcast because we're about to talk about it all. I mean, that goes for any movie I cover on the podcast, but this one especially because this one is it's just a cinematic feat, I think. Um, so I i am fascinated by how this movie got made. Like I needed to know the nitty gritty details of this movie because for the folks who maybe don't know or didn't realize this whole movie is set in one location. Never easy. That's always, always a challenge. And so I was, I, I, not only is it set in one location, but these, the premise of this movie is that 50 people, strangers, uh, unrelated, seemingly are 
standing in a circle on their own individual circles. And essentially there's this death beam of evil laser alien goodness in the middle that is zapping them off one by one. Uh, <laughs> hence why it's fitting in the slasher category for this podcast. And they kind of, they're voting on who dies. So it's just, it's literally just like an hour and a half of, of that. It's very dialogue driven, which is bold in general, but then to put a bunch of uh, per- intentionally place essentially nobody actors with the exception of like one or two is just bold swings. So I did like extensive research on this movie this morning because I just, I needed to know the nitty gritty. So first of all, this movie was written and directed by two dudes named Aaron Han and Mario. I'm going to go with Miscone. That's probably mispronounced, but I'm trying my hardest. (laughs) And they also worked on a TV show called The Vault. They were YouTubers. They very small start, humble beginnings. Uh, that whole that whole moment. This movie was also nominated. So how it how it became into perception was they they did The Vault, which was this TV show. I haven't seen it. I can't speak too much for it. And then they were like, we want to make a movie, and so they wanted to start with something kind of low concept. Uh, kind of cheaper, low budget, like that kind of thing. And so they wrote Circle and it was nominated. They sent it to the Seattle International Film Festival and it was nominated for the New American Cinema Award along with the movie Fourth Man Out. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's a gay movie that was like on Netflix for a while. Probably still is. Sounds familiar, but I can't recall. It's it's just one of those like random, like like when Netflix first started to really push the like LGBTQ section, it was one of those movies that was always there. Uh, But both of them lost to a movie called Chatty Cathy's. I've never seen it. I don't know. (laughs) Can't speak to it. But then what happened was Netflix somehow heard of this movie from the film festival and they were like, send us a copy. No punching, no bam, bitch went down. But they sent them a copy of the movie and made them an offer to distribute it the next day. So Netflix like loved the movie. And that actually makes so much sense because this movie has been on Netflix and only Netflix since 2015 when it came out. It was a straight video on demand, straight to VOD movie. It's a, yeah, so that, that blew my mind. And then it's also... One of those very indie short budgets. So it's, uh, I didn't write down the exact number budget, but it was quite small. I'll have to find it at some point. It was filmed in 10 days and it had a three year pre-production because every shot was storyboarded out in like intense detail before they actually started production of the movie. And they even, the, they being the creators even said like, it was great that we planned it, but once we got on set, like half of it just goes right out the window because <laughs> there's all these unforeseen variables. But they were still happy that they had a structure so the unknowns weren't so heavy hitting. It was heavily inspired by the movie 12 Angry Men. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've never seen it, uh, that one, but they multiple times cited that as the heaviest source. And then the guy who plays Eric, which is essentially. It's the closest thing to a main character this movie has. He's, you know, spoiler alert, the one that makes it out in the end. <laughs> He's the the winner of the, the death game, whatever, what have you. 
His name is Michael Nardelli, and he is actually one of the producers of the movie. Him and his brother helped fund it, get it funded, and just help produce it in general. And another fun fact that I found fascinating is that uh, his brother, Tim, who's not in the movie, designed the spaceships after the Apple building. Have you ever seen the Apple building? I have not. Because I Googled the picture of the Apple building and wow, it actually looks just like the spaceships. That's kind of insane. And I can't believe that the Apple building is a real... Imagine if someone took the Pentagon and just like ironed it out. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Just a big ass circle. Just circles. Just a circle building. It's kind of nuts. With the circle in the middle. Yeah. Thin donut looking building. It's crazy. Crazy. Some other influences for this movie were the Twilight Zone TV series and Cube and Saw, of course. Um, the the similarities to Saw and Cube are pretty apparent if you're, you know, if you've seen those movies and if you're we're running around the genre at the time of uh, these movies. They made it uh, independently, pitched it to a bunch of distributors who said there was no value in making a movie with 49 unknown actors. Because <laughs> the only recognizable actor in this movie really is Julie Benz. Yeah. Icon. There's a few other like kind of low list, like B, C list celebrities in the movie too, but I can't vouch for them. I don't know them. <laughs> Hopefully their careers flourish the way they wanted it to, though. And really only like a dozen of them even say anything. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll we'll really we'll definitely get into the the nitty gritty of, of character development of this movie because it it has done it like a, a movie I've never seen before. Uh, they said that the biggest challenge to the single room setting was that they, you know, they the struggle is keeping it cinematic and interesting and they knew that they wanted to do all sorts of wide shots and like sweeping camera movements, slow sweeping uh, camera, but absolutely no handheld. They had a strict no handheld rule, okay. which I found extremely interesting. And a lot of this information that I found, they uh, comes actually from a Reddit Ask Me Anything uh, that the filmmakers did and the producer, the Michael Nardelli guy who plays Eric, uh, they all collectively the three of them made a made a reddit account and didn't ask me anything specifically for this movie and let me tell you i scoured through every comment on that ama thread because i was fascinated and i needed to know the deets um so that's where a lot of a lot of this information comes from and also like imdb trivia but i also feel like the imdb trivia came from that reddit thread because <laughs> uh, they were worded like exactly the same uh, he it was shot in 10 days and uh, I believe it was Mario described the first day of shooting as bedlam, a word I've never heard before, but basically just means utter chaos. Uh, they shot it chronologically, which is rare, uh, kind of makes sense for a movie like this. And but how they would how they did it was they. Uh, so it starts with 50 people and then as people die, it kind of thins out. So they would start by doing two to three, they called it rounds of the outside of the circle with two. They had only, only filmed this whole movie with two cameras wow. that were just sweeping on dollies, uh, doing the slow shots that they talked about. And uh, they would do like two to three rounds on the outside of the circle and then go on the inside of the circle and do, and do what they needed to do inside the circle. Because this is one of those movies where the actors kind of had to pull a lot of weight because if they're 
they just had to always assume that they were on screen because it's just one big circle. So they couldn't really like phone in the acting as, as he put it, or um, kind of like, like they always had to be 100% on yeah. edge. Like they're in a death game pretty much because uh, they, they never knew if they were going to be on camera or in the shot or not. So that that's always like, mind blowing to me can you imagine 10 hours a day or 10 days 12 hours a day just sitting there having to act like petrified yeah it's crazy not only that they can't move at all because they have to stay in their circle like they can it's like even for continuity's sake like they can't really move period they could turn around and that was it it is the craziest thing i've never seen a movie where the characters are so limited i mean at least even in saw they have only one of their legs chained so they can like flop around and yeah. shit in this movie they have no movement it also speaks to their ability to act just in the fact that they have to do everything has to be expressed through their face they have no there are no props the backdrop is completely black so it's like it's just them like it, it felt like a stage play to me like it could have easily come from a stage play had it not been just all 50 people in a circle yeah, no, it, it it definitely plays out like a play. Even even some of the shots, like it's just, it, 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 I think it's just because it is like just that one continuous storyline because there are no cuts, there are no scene changes. The only time you see anything other than the black interior of this like uh, supposed spaceship is the like very ending, ending, ending scene, like last final two minutes of this of the movie pretty much yeah i've got tons more trivia but i'll i'll bring it up as we go but uh so let's let's uh get into the into this movie uh circle so it it starts off and it's i mean it it just jumps right in it really does because there's 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 all these people there's 50 of them they're in the circle they're all in their own little circles this movie's got like a black and red aesthetic going on and uh, for some reason, this like redheaded woman rakes wakes up before everybody else does, and you know she's doesn't know where she is, so she's like looking around. She's like, "Oh my god, where where are we?" And she's trying to touch the people next to her who are all unconscious. They see they look like they literally look like they're just sleeping, standing up. And she learns very quickly that she cannot. Uh, step outside of her own individual red circle that she's standing on because she tries to step off and there's like this loud beeping noise and then she tries to like touch somebody nearby and there's also a loud beeping noise so she's just kind of confined to this circle she does it a few times yeah she does it a few times to like which like is kind of funny because later you just get straight up killed for that so the the aliens were being nice they were like "Mm, she don't know yet it was like (laughs) it was like a grace period before and then but then there was a guy across from her like on the opposite side of the circle that was like you know you can't leave your spot so he was somehow awake too so for some reason it was just these first two that were conscious and the others were not at the point yeah i'm very interested uh how how that all kind of yeah like i know people there are a few things i read online too when i was looking at just refreshing myself on the movie uh today uh some people were discussing like maybe like that the guy was like a plant because he kind of already knew the rules like he was like, mm. you can't, you can't leave the, you can't leave your circle. And oh, working you know, with the aliens. So perhaps. yeah, I was like, was he, why was he awake earlier? Like he was watching her. He already knew how to get out of the circle. So why were these two awake then early? And yeah, it's really, it's weird that they wake up early. And some of this movie is it like uh, intentionally vague because the whole m- moment here is that aliens put them in this, uh, 
this situation. But the thing is, this is not an alien movie at yeah. all. This is a very human movie, actually. It just, the explanation behind the death game is aliens yeah. instead of it being like a serial killer or something. But so. they never actually say that. You never actually see any other aliens. That is true. You that know, is true. There's just the one shot at the end and it's like, yeah, through the whole thing, yeah, the the people do every once in a while bring up like, is this aliens? Is this the government? Is this a right. basic serial killer? You know? Yeah. And this movie gets very political really quickly. So, they, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it <laughs> like these characters do, but it's they these two unconscious characters. And the thing with this movie is that because there's 50 of them, they, we don't really get names. We just kind of get attributes. And that's even how these characters are credited in the script is like pregnant woman, little girl, racist, yeah. rich guy. Like it's just little things like this uh, that denote them. So that's also like I can't really think of movies where that happens. You don't even know the main character's names apparently like apparently this guy's the the guy who wins is named as eric but i did not know that until i was googling all the trivia this morning so uh that's impressive to me but uh some other girl wakes up and starts like freaking out yelling for her husband and she steps off of her circle and gets that like immediately immediately zapped like there no hesitation just a big old like white orange lightning bolt comes out of this like dome that's in the middle of the circle and just zaps her and they um she falls to the ground and then like her hand kind of goes up in the air and she gets dragged away yeah into the into the darkness and then everybody wakes up the lights go on and there's a loud a loud beep again and now everybody wakes up and as you can imagine if there was a, a situation where 50 uh well now 49 strangers are all in a room together in a very unknown situation they freak out but also do so while on their own individual circles yes yeah, right into the action. Like we're not even five minutes in, and the action is is uh, ramping up. We we don't really have time to get into the the details because also this movie has its own like internal clock. Um, it's every two minutes they start to hear a tone, mm-hmm. and the tone starts to speed up. Yep. And at first they don't realize what that means. Yep. But they notice after the tone stops, someone dies. Yes. Yes. And they they start to figure out the game a little bit more as the story progresses. So one thing about this movie that has blown my mind from the first time I saw it when I was like 16, 17 years old or whatever is the lighting. Like the lighting in this movie is insanity to me. The walls or what seems like the walls are pitch black. You see nothing but the actors, the red circles they're standing on and the dome in the middle, which is just a black orb, it has the reflection of the like six ceiling lights that are just like fluorescent lights in a circle. And yet everyone is lit so perfectly yeah. and saturated to show so much emotion. The lighting in this movie fucks me up yeah. in ways I cannot even fathom. And all I learned about the lighting is that they were stationary, which they liked because then they didn't have to worry about moving lights every shot. Yeah, so, they kind of had to be. And they kind of spoke to me. The actors didn't move, so mm-hmm. they didn't have to move the light. It's like all 50 actors were perfectly lit in their own pillar of light. 
that they stayed in the whole movie. Yeah. They died. And, and it, and they color graded this movie like really well. You can see like the sweat on people's foreheads when the, the situations get like intense. It's, it's literally just mind boggling to me. And I mean, can you even imagine having to wrangle like 50 people all at once? No, I can't even shooting must've been wild. Yeah. And they varied in age. There was, like you said, the little girl who was probably, I don't, I don't know, kids, eight, nine years old. Yeah. Or something like that. And then upwards to, there were several elderly people. There was yep. a woman who was clearly over 70, maybe 80. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing with this this movie, this game here, is that everyone, the, the cast is insanely diverse. And I would imagine it's by the alien's choice. Like it seemed like they really got a clean sweep yeah. of, of every everything you can imagine. There's different sexualities, different nationalities, different religions, all kinds of different political beliefs. There's, uh, like you said, ages. There, There's just every kind of demographic. Yeah. That's that's essentially what every character is meant to do is represent some kind of I wondered that. Like demographic. It, it felt like it was supposed to be a slice of Americana. Like this, these, yeah, these are the groups in the country. And Oh, I definitely think because yeah, so. there was very so. little overlap you know yeah and this movie in my opinion has only aged better because uh the world got so much worse than that did 2015 yeah so i feel like especially like the cop character like you're it's like yeah was this written like today yeah. i yeah. i mean this movie came out Mm, never mind. I'm just gonna redact the thought I was gonna say. <laughs> but I, this, well, movie, this movie came out uh, a while ago, and it just unfortunately has aged yeah. very well. The cop he starts out, you kind of seem like maybe he's a good guy, like he's making some good points. He's like right. he's trying to help the group, and then you very quickly realize, oh, he's a major racist. Yeah, and that's <laughs> this one straight thing, racist. Uh, I'm very impressed with is the the character work here because you learn so little about these characters not literally don't even learn their names yeah. and how they kept track of all these characters and their their kind of like <laughs> alignments and what have you was a uh, google docs and so they they really wanted to play with how the characters would respond to the different uh situations that arise and like where because people are complex so some, they aren't that's the, like even though these people are pretty much stereotypes they still kind of have their own like moral codes that they follow yeah. and apply to things so like even though like you said even though that guy proved later to be like a major racist and just an overall asshole in the beginning he starts he starts by making some good points right. that not all the other characters agree with and some characters definitely agree with they uh they definitely seem to the the as the the timer keeps going and they keep realizing they only have two minutes to like plead their case or whatnot you start to realize people aren't able to filter themselves anymore so they're just saying immediately what comes to mind so it's their natural character like who they are mm -hmm. and that starts to play you know against them in more cases than it helped them and it's that part was really interesting because it's at the beginning people do seem to lie a little bit like there yeah. was there are some oh, misconceptions and there was a little bit of like oh like like they all thought maybe they could get out of there when right before, right because yeah. i mean they they pretty naturally uh go through the the de-evolution de de of like what's going on why is this happening how do we get out of here can we get out of here and they they sort of run all, basically all the questions you're asking as an audience member kind of like will pretty much get answered. I, I would say this movie does a pretty good job at like 
Because because I'm sure like as you're watching this game play out, maybe one of the things you're wondering is like, oh, I wonder what happens if there's a tie. Well, it shows you because I think there's like a total of like nine ties or yeah. something like that. Like there's plenty of ties in this movie. It shows you what happens if like somebody doesn't vote. It shows you what happens if everybody votes for the same person or like uh, like a different you know like it, it walks you through all the different scenarios it's like don't worry mm-hmm. we thought of that like you thought you had a gotcha moment with us but we thought of it and i um i think that's incredibly impressive in itself but uh yeah here at the beginning is where we we start getting real into who these people kind of are and and that's another like though even the wardrobe design shows so much like obviously the cop looks like a cop so you yeah. know him there's a guy in um uh like military fatigue gear fatigue so you know he's like uh some kind of soldier there's a guy who is like in a business suit so you know he's probably some kind of like yeah. financial man there's like it seemed very like everyone was plucked from their daily life like it was just like yeah, an immediate yeah. thing because they do talk about it at the beginning they're like what's the last thing you remember and none of them really remember anything yeah one kind of mentioned seeing something in the sky and like getting out of his car to see what it was and so that was that was the first part where it kind of alludes to maybe aliens yeah it seems like but nobody else had that memory or nobody said they did right so. yeah it started off like a like an alien invasion moment um and then so yeah they really like you said, you know, people are dying every two minutes and they quickly find out that they are choosing who dies because the, the, the tea with them is like, however this is happening, aliens, government, whatever, they are implanted with some kind of device or technology or something that allows them to, because uh, on, on the f- floor in front of them are these circles that they're standing on. And then there's also an arrow pointing to every circle so essentially every person and they find out quickly that using their only their hand nothing else no devices or anything just their hand they can kind of control a a light specific to them that only they can see kind of like that hologram technology yeah like you can't see your your screen uh from from the side but you can see it head on one guy tries to like lean over to see if he can see the person next to him's light and he noticed his light disappears exactly exactly and you can only see so you can only see your own so only you know truly know who you're voting for and then to solidify your vote you just close the palm of your hand and make a fist so yeah yeah, make a fist so they quickly find out um they quickly catch on that they're they're choosing who dies and that it's a it's a voting game and so once they figure that out that's when uh this skinny not well-dressed twink decides (laughs) all the old people should die because he's like well they're they're old they're the next to die in real life so it brings up they they kind of fight about this argument about whether or not that's valid because yeah. then there's other people in the crowd that are like well they're still fucking people like yeah. just because they're older does that mean they need to die and they're right. like well we have to choose somebody and sorry boomer you live your life <laughs> that's, yeah that's kind of their logic Old man gray hair is like i have much right to live as you do and then they it, by that point that that he was the first one down yeah and they also realized they were like they said five people that were all older so i would buy them 10 minutes and maybe in that 10 minutes they could figure out what really to do but right and this this is such this movie is unlike any other movie because these characters are l- literally just standing still like they can't hit each other they can't walk they can't sit down 
They can't. Well, they probably could yeah. sit down if they stayed in the circle, but they can't. They they just can't do anything. This movie is literally driven by nothing but dialogue, yes. and I I think that's so impressive, especially by people you've probably never heard of before. So good on all these people, and they they even said that the actors took like they I I didn't see the exact numbers, but they said it wasn't very much pay. They were just that passionate about the script, and because it was so low budget, and they had so little time and all that stuff they they were just kind of happy to be there and do it so good yeah. for them it was impressive some of them being older and just standing there like a lot of them didn't have lines period like just yeah. literally stood there yeah um yeah obviously they only had to stay as long as that until they got killed because yeah. after, after each person dies they get immediately drug off into the darkness you don't see what grabs them or what but they just yeah slide off camera so there's only one time like a person their hand like magically sort of jolts in the air and you see like a little circle like indentation in his in his palm kind of glow for a second and then he gets dragged off yeah i also really like the sound effects of this movie like the zaps are good the like there's very like um futuristic uh sci-fi sounding like I don't even know what to call it. It's almost them. like a gong or a boom. Yeah. And it's like, it's very low frequency. So it kind of makes you uneasy a little bit. Definitely. Like, it gives like you anxiety, sure. a little anxiety bump every time it happens. Yeah. Like make the hairs on the back of your neck stand yeah. up kind of, kind of noises. So they did a really good job with and the effects were very simple. Like when someone did die, there'd be like a weird like distortion and then there's yep. a little, little flash of color, but it was literally maybe two frames. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, really the sound that gets subtle, you. And yeah. it's, uh, there's no blood. There's yeah, no like nothing. bone breaking. There's not, this is not a gory movie by at all. In fact, it's, uh, I, I guess on the internet, it's a point of contention whether or not they're actually even being killed. Yeah. If I they're saw just, that too. Uh, if they're just being uh, rendered unconscious and yeah. then they get eliminated from the game or whatever but i mean i would imagine they're probably because they killed kind of, they, yeah i mean they definitely make it feel that way because they do just immediately go completely limp and drop and yeah get like it's just nothing like not even yep it yeah they just they just drop which and they only show a few times most of the time you hear it off camera it's just like a little sound effect yeah like someone's slumping over and and even that i think they whatever this magic beam is it must be it must kill them so instantly because you don't even hear anyone like like make like grunts or like oofs yeah. when they hit the ground Nothing. it's just the thud of the body they're just that's gone it. yeah and they're just gone and um yeah that's i mean that's that's the that's the weapon of this of this yeah. movie is just a little little laser beam um so then after after they um i guess sort of decide that all the old people are going they start like they decide okay maybe they need to like learn about each other figure out why they're all there so this one woman starts talking about her life in way too much detail she's like a total like hip mom <laughs> yeah cat mom and uh what she works in hr she's worked in hr for 11 years yeah like she's yeah. Just going, like, it just goes on and on talks about like her niece or nephew or something like that like just spiels for the whole two minutes yeah it's and a, it's just basically pulls all focus yeah she really which, stole the stole this day it reminds me of like the challenges in drag race like the comedy challenges yeah. comedy challenges where they're like you each have two minutes to speak and then a girl goes on for like eight minutes yeah and they're like right uh bitch what are you doing just keeps going and going and going but it didn't work for her because she is the next person zapped and yeah. killed and then the next person they ask to speak uh is a uh, I, he's literally credited as the black guy 
uh, they ask him and he's like, I'm not saying shit because that woman didn't say a damn thing wrong and she's yeah, dead. So exactly. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. And this movie, I mean, this So movie, then half the people like decide maybe it's better to just not talk at all. So then some of them you can tell just try to like be a flower on the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, there's definitely some people. I'm. Uh, th- this is interesting that I didn't really think of until now, but saw a little bit about when I was researching earlier is that it kind of plays out like a, it, it's almost reminiscent of like Survivor, Big Brother, like reality shows sure. like that where you, because they, they kind of make alliances in a way and well, then they, um, like they're, they're obviously they're voting each other off, which is like those reality shows. And there's, well, ironically, have you seen The Circle on Netflix? I've not seen The Circle. So it's I've a, heard it's, of it. It's a game show. I'm I'm obsessed with it. It has something it's, to do with like catfishing, right? Kind of. So it is like it's kind of. I think they they call it The Circle in the sense there because it's supposed to be like like your inner circle because it's almost like social media. Oh, okay. They put um, a group of people in an apartment building. They're all in their own apartments, um, and the only way they can talk to each other is via this social media app where they can oh. pose as whoever they wish to be. Oh, okay. So and they, they can only communicate through texts. So it's only okay. like instant no messaging. Voices. Yeah. No voices. Um, they only have two pictures on their profiles. Oh. So they can pretend whoever, whoever they want to be. Um, and, but then they have to rank each other and the rankings come out and whoever's top two votes somebody out of, out of the circle and they're gotcha. and last person standing wins you know the the money do they ever reveal what the people look like and shit? not until the last episode oh wow oh, the okay. viewers know who they all are because oh, we get okay. to see them in their apartments interacting with their television sets gotcha. the, oh yeah because i knew it was a very yeah. like covid show yeah it's very much and it's it's really amazing because you do see a lot of human nature so i wonder if that game show does have some sort of loose space in the movie Maybe. Maybe because the names are the same, the the themes are a little bit. Though the circle is way more like lovey dovey, like RuPaul's best friend race, right, right, right. Because <laughs> you know it's not someone dying every two minutes, yeah. But, and you know, and they're still, you know, they're all very kumbaya. They want to be friends, even when they find out they're catfishes, whatever. Right, right. That's funny. But, yeah. That's that's cute. I could see why that that swept the nation for a short while. Oh, for there. sure. But uh, yeah, and they they just these people just keep arguing and so many different like political points come up while they're, while they're in the circle here. And like, as it's like, it's intense. Like it's paced very well. Cause as these people are dying, you're, you're learning who these characters are more and more. And they, they did a pretty good job making nobody like really safe, you know? Yeah. Well, they do have, so there's the little girl and the pregnant woman who they kind of decide very early on, like yeah. the moral majority is like, no, they need to survive no matter what, because uh, it's so an innocent child and, 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 <laughs> yeah, and a pregnant woman. It's like, they just like, you know, a lot of people are like, they deserve to live. And, yeah, exactly. And they, and that was a point the filmmakers wanted to harp on too, because they're like, well, do they, do they get a free pass even though nobody else does? And the characters in movie debate yeah, that too. They do. And that's, um they wanted to flip that trope kind of around because uh, everybody expects the kid to be saved. And they were like, even with our movie, I bet that people expected that, but they're like, no, that kid was always dying. Yeah. <laughs> like we were not going to do that. Right. I mean, all she does is stand there and cry the entire movie. <laughs> Dora looking ass. They kind of <laughs> give her a line. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bangs. Um, yeah. It is she, the bangs. She says like help, I think once or like, don't kill me at the, or something like that. And it's like, it's total. Yeah. She's very, she's not even a redeemable child. Like you don't even like, she's just so pathetic. Looking she's not a straight A student. So oh, yeah. you yeah. discover that they're, they're like, yeah. The one guy's like, you do good in school. She's like, yes. Do you get all A's? No. <laughs> 
well, then she should die because she failed English. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very it's very that. Yeah, it's very that. And they're they're some of the th- like they're arguing over like arbitrary things, but they're also arguing over how arbitrary it is. Yeah, they're like, who gives a shit if this kid gets good grades? She's a little kid, and other right. people are like, okay, well, I'm also a person with kids. So yeah. there's just all these different people making all these different arguments about why they should live, essentially arguing why they're better than Yeah, that's what it boils down to, who's who's better. And then they bring out the point, like, you know, maybe she need to figure out who is good. Maybe they're looking for one specific person to die. And if that person dies, maybe the rest of us get to leave. Yes. You know, so then they try to figure out who's a bad person. And they're like, well, what's a bad person? Exactly. So and they, then the cop gets racist. And then the cop gets <laughs> racist. Just surprisingly, that happens very quickly after they start arguing about morals. Because they, what really sets the moral battle into play is the, is the pregnant woman and the kid. And you've got some of the people in the circle being like, oh, yeah, we can't kill either of them. Like, no way. I'm dying for these women, no matter what. And then you have some of the people in the circle that are like, you know what? I mean, if they just are dead, then we could just. You know, we could have a fair fight. Like yeah. if we could, we could just have that. Then it's just every man for himself. If they're removed from the equation, we can really figure out what's going on here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Instead of worrying about uh, being morally good, and uh, they they kind of vote. They're they're trying to break the system by like voting for the person next to you since they find out you can't vote for yourself and that way everyone will get one vote so they're like let's see what happens but a sneaky sneaky guy votes for the pregnant woman taking the opportunity to probably kill her Mm -hmm. and our our boy eric here our producer (laughs) notices this and votes for him so they tie and the guy dies instead of the pregnant woman so that's how that's how that kind of gets all um, into play. And that's also when they start uh, being like, all right, well, I mean, how, how far is this going to go? Yeah. Like once there's one person left, what's going to happen? I would assume they just get to, you know, walk out of there. It's the only hope they have. They yeah. got to believe at least one of them is getting out. But then they realize there's an even number of them. So what happens when you get to the last two and you can't vote? You can, can't vote for yourself. You can only vote for each other. So they do they both die? Yeah, it's going to have you to know? be a sacrifice. So no one really knows what the rules are. Like no one knows. Everyone's just assuming everything. Everyone is just assuming everything. Exactly. Everywhere. Everything. So, everywhere. All and then the, the age thing gets shelled because then they get to the woman who some say looks like she's in, older in her in her 50s i think they said which someone was like well, 50 ain't old and yeah others are like well, that's she how like, she said she was she said she was 52 yeah. and then yeah and then they're like well, why you why you look like that she's like i had cancer and then she they're like oh mm-hmm. so you're gonna die anyways and she's yeah like, like no, they, it's in remission like i'm fu-. and then everyone's like oh so now the sick deserve to die because they were sick and it's like there's there's a guy with one arm who's just like wait a second like <laughs> yeah yeah like everyone's like wait a minute like at, yeah every Oh, it's so great the back and forth that these characters have with each other. It's wild. And there's and there's a point earlier where a, a different old guy because when they're still killing off all the all the elder elderly people who's like they're trying to figure out if, if anyone remembers anything about like the aliens about where right. they were. And that's when you're talking about when they talk about getting abducted from their various California locations. And um, they're one of the old guys starts essentially piggybacking off a different guy's story mm-hmm. in order to like save himself which they quickly sniff out and kill him for it but so but that also works to the movie's point because it's like well was that guy lying was that guy telling the truth if so yeah. like we as an audience know just as little about these aliens as the characters do yeah 
because we've only seen the inside of the room as well. Like you just, it's all you know. It's all you, there is no, there's no narrator. There's no, there's no subtitles. There's nothing telling us what's going on. So yeah, you're very much in their point of view. Yep. And uh, there's there in over after. So we we the movie. I guess it, the movie kind of does have a little bit of a three act structure in a way because mm-hmm. you know you got the first act which is like the initial chaos and everybody kind of trying to figure out what to do and then the second act is i i would say the heft of like the political arguments yeah and then the third act is really just the nitty-gritty survival like uh, the, the third act could almost be a short film in and of itself in the second act is kind of when the alliances are formed they never say it flat mm-hmm. out but you get like the one camp who was like we need to kill off the, the the little girl and the pregnant woman in the other camp who says otherwise. And like you have the two like party leaders trying right. to get everyone else on their side. And some of them speak up, but some of them don't. And you're, they're trying to guess. There's some people that still haven't talked at all yet. Yep. They're calling each other out. They're like telling stories about each other. Like they're. It's very. It's this wild. is like the world's deadliest game of mafia or ultimate werewolf. It's or wild. Whatever. whatever like secret role secret hitler role game you play because this is it it actually does play out a lot like one of those it's crazy it's some of them i mean there's the two that the one guy that you know claims he's married to the woman he's next to yeah there and you know we so there's the people cross from each other so they're the only people that supposedly knew each other were the ones that were having an affair right um there it's just the one guy accusing the girl saying he recognized her from porn and she's like what are you talking about like, oh my god just completely that was like he just went off he was like no no i know you and like and all, on and on and on about how, like trying to like devalue her yeah. by making her seem to be a porn actress just because she had like oh yeah he was totally trying to berate and belittle her going like going in nothing. on her fake boobs and being like who bought those for you, your boss and, and she was like well yeah my boss did buy it but and she's like yeah, yeah it's just like poor so girl. then like, like leave her alone so then she started crying because she feels like this guy's just gunning for her yeah and like the whole room's just quiet and it's just it's intense you feel for her yeah you're like, luckily he gets zapped yeah, pretty quickly after they, that the, thank the, god the rest of the room was like we don't buy it and they zap him not her but you don't know at first yeah and it's like and there's a couple there's a couple like suspenseful reveals it helps uh like they're just little tiny things they're nothing mm-hmm. like they're not jaw dropping oh shit moments they're just like little ways to keep you invested i think this movie is not really one you can lacklusterly pay attention to on your first run like yeah. your gut i think it does a good job retaining your attention and making sure you're not bored and it just kind of yeah. always keeps up because the more people die the more space we have for the other characters to talk and yeah. do things and it you know when there's nowhere to hide it beca- like these yeah. people become so so apparent like the guy the blonde guy who is like um I'm not sure what his credit is. He always reminds me of like a surfer bro. So I'm going to call him the surfer bro. Yeah, he kind of looks like douchebag Thor kind of. Douchebag like, Thor. Like he's like I mean, he's in douchey, jean but shorts. like he's got like the long hair and the beard. Like yeah. lumberjack surfer douche kind of. But that guy like doesn't even speak until like 50 or 60 minutes into the movie. And he's like a big player in the end and game. Like, so, yeah. and, and that's what reminded me of like the big brother and the survivor argument is some people are uh, like play the floater game where they yep. just ride the ride the wave and they're like, all right, I'll deal with it when it comes to me, I yeah. guess. He saw the moment to take uh, leadership control or, yeah. you know, be a voice and then he seized it. Yeah, this but is yeah. the world's deadliest lip sync smackdown for the crown. <laughs> it's it, yeah, and yeah. Then as stuff comes out, and you start learning truths, and it's just like 
there's other manipulations happening. The 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 one guy that doesn't speak English. Yeah, know, there's a whole then, character who doesn't speak English, and there's plenty of people who initially are just like, "All right, let's kill him. He's useless to this yeah, game. Yeah, we and can't so, communicate, so just kill him." Yeah, and that like ah, oh, this this movie makes def- it's so it aged so well, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, and it definitely reflects the the American way of thinking. Oh yeah. Uh, and there's there's even a point in the movie where they ask, well, how about any volunteers? Does anybody just yes. you know want to want to stop? And then that's where you get some it's pretty sad stuff. You've got like a mother whose son died, and she's like, I'll be with him again. And then you've got some more God stuff in there. There's like a 16 year old kid who's like, I just don't want to kill anybody, yeah, so I choose scared. to kill myself. <laughs> and then they're like, We have so much to live for, and he's just like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're like, You have to respect his choice. 16's an adult. Like, and it's like, okay, that's a question. Is 16 at all? Like, it's like, yeah, not them literally arguing over the age of consent, but right? like for death. <laughs> and this, this death alien. You can game. see in the kid's face that he's just like, nah, I'm doing this. Like, he's oh my just, God, that kid is broken. Yeah, they said, he's they said character description broken down child. He was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just was not, he didn't want to be there. Yeah, and then that, the guy who's literally credited as the black guy uh, plays. Uh, like brings a lot of good points about like racism yeah. and all that stuff to the forefront. And that's when the cop has his moment where he just gets to be real racist, but also like he, uh, I am, I'm not like, I don't, I never think there's a point where he's being like dramatic. Like, I think he brings up good points and it's always, it's always the white people in this, in this movie who are like, no, you don't get to play the racism card. Yeah. None of the other people of color are being like, all right, you're kind of, like it. Some people are like, it doesn't matter. Like everything gets you killed in here yeah. and taking the like nihilistic approach. But it's only the white people who are like race doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's you because know, of course you had the, 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 the black guy trying to unite the other black people. And then the Asian guy speaks up and he's like, you see any other Asians here? Like, yeah, I think the only other Asian was the one like, like the second person to die or third. Like they die like almost immediately. Yeah. She didn't have a lot of lines. And then um, and then the, the poor like that. You assume Muslim, she's wearing the, the head wrap thing, you know, she never talks in the line. Yeah, she doesn't She gets line. killed randomly yep. just for being her. Yep. Like it's uh yeah, the the guy that speaks Spanish, but the only other person that speaks Spanish is behind him. So she's like translating for them. And right. Then, and then at one point she gets killed just because she's whispering to the guy in front where really she's Someone said, like, someone did translate what she was saying, and she was just telling the guy what was happening. Yeah. So people she thought takes, she was plotting against the room because she was trying to unite the other guy. Like, that is true. And so, she she kind of made some enemies in the ring by just, like, arguing facts. Like, yeah. she was like, just because he doesn't speak English doesn't mean we need to kill him. And then, like, yeah. when the argument about kids came up, she was the one who was like, well, maybe some of us want to have kids. Yeah, like, and then other people were I'm like, I still am a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm only 22. I want to have kids. It's because I'm not pregnant now. Or just, you know... The, the homophobic guy, that's what I'm calling him because that's what he was, but he 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 mostly sucks for like the entire runtime, but when he was like, women and children first, out the window. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that everybody, everybody. That part is valid. I mean, everybody equal in here. Because <laughs> I mean, the thought would come across my mind too. It's like, all right, so if there is only one survivor, what's that, what's, what's that eight-year-old little girl going to do by herself? Right. Is she going right. to survive? <laughs> yeah. And, like, oh, it actually, it was it was a point in the movie somebody in that reddit ama asked if um the circle could be a cycle if and they said that there was a couple lines of dialogue that actually alluded to that in the initial script that they ended up cutting for time Mm -hmm. and uh like for example 
the little kid an argument for letting her live, someone was going to say, well, what if, who's to say, what if this is just round one? Right. And so there, that was like an argument they thought of, but ultimately they and decided to scrap it. And that would explain why the one guy at the beginning knew the rules already. Like maybe True. he, he yeah, survived maybe he his survived. circle. Yeah, maybe this so is he was another one. He's like, no, I've done this before, you know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, But one of the reasons, the ultimate reason they decided to cut that was because they felt that they needed to give the like the reward needed to feel real the decisions sure. to, that led to a character's survival needed to feel real and warranted because at the end if they were like well it doesn't matter because they're just going to go into another circle it would have felt like cheap and unfulfilling and they they wanted more finality for sure to it which made sense too. yeah i also i also wondered about it too because i got i got in my head just about okay so it's a room of 50 people right and they were from random parts of los angeles and at the end that you, you see there's only like a handful of ships. I mean, in 2015, there were 4 million people living in LA. That would right. be like, so if there were only 50 people per ship, then that you need like oh you need like eighty thousand ships yeah exactly, <laughs> so like, exactly. Okay, so where the fifty where that was each ship like full of rooms of fifty and like if so was it the entire population of just LA were they right. happening all over the world was it just the smattering yeah who's not to say there's like five hundred people per ship I kind of yeah. like that it's a a little vague and they uh, it allows you to kind of fill in the mythology of it all because they and they talked about this too if they would have given the aliens a purpose like an exact motive yeah and if they would have answered the question of why is this happening there's no answer that's complete yeah. so they they let you decide and that's what allows people like me with <laughs> microphones who do it's podcasts wild. to debate their interpretations because you it. do see our survivor at the end with like 15 other survivors right which, you know uh and then the ships just leave so yeah they're like, just like floating. We, yeah you just they just they're just and it's just like you don't know it's what's going on or what's happening but yeah and um i feel like we got ahead of ourselves <laughs> no totally no we're totally good they just uh the, 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 we're in like act two now where they're really getting that all the all the heavy political arguments are out on the table yeah. and uh soon here we get that homophobic guy who she just he just like turns to this one woman who's totally just chilling minding her own business she's like barely spoken uh, it's the woman from Call of Duty World War II. Yeah. I, I don't know how I, I just I saw her in that video game and I was like, I know her. <laughs> um, but she he's like asking her all these super invasive questions. And she's like, you know, do you have a do, uh, what do you do for work or do you have kids? Um, and he's like, what does your husband do? And before she gets like a little stuttered and before he uh, she can answer other people chime in and they're like, leave her alone. Why are you asking her these questions? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I just want to know. And she gives like her life story and it's essentially very heroic and tragic for her. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, but you still haven't answered the question. What does your husband do? And she's like, I have a wife. And he pops off. This is like absurd. Yeah. And you he, think it's healthy for you to raise a daughter? Like, oh my God. Yeah, full like, like I can't believe people still think and act like this in yeah. 2023. Like, do you hear yourself? Like he, he thought he did a thing. He thought, he thought he found the snake in the grass. He thought like, he everyone... really thought he was on to something. Yeah. And like, oh my God, it's just, I can't help but cringe because one of the things he says is, uh, he's like, do you really, like you said, he's like, do you really think that's a healthy environment to raise a child? It's yeah. not as bad as two men. Like, so yeah. gross. Yeah. Like, you just, uh, <laughs> what does that even mean? It was just like, disgusting. Yeah. 
the metric. And he, who does this man think he is? And the audacity uh, of him just gave thinking, the right to play God. Yeah, <laughs> and he just thought he the whole room was just going to be like disgusted as he was. Like he really did. He, he thought, really thought he, he was, was raising guy. the energy. Like he was getting. He was yeah. trying to get people riled up about yeah. this faggotry, and yeah. I'm not here for it. Yeah. <laughs> And the, the room decided to uh Yeah, it was his time. It was his time. <laughs> Immediately. Once, yeah, once once he started popping off about all that so, shit, it was it was his which, time to go. And you want to be like, all right, a little bit of faith in humanity restored, but really that just means that he got the majority of votes. Others, you know, the other half of the you know, forty eight percent of the room yeah, voted for the lesbian, you know. And she even makes the, know. she even makes the point too. She's like, You think I'm the only one? Because odds yes. are in a room of fifty people more than one of them is gay yeah <laughs> and she kind of makes a look at the the that bald guy that ends up with a big mouth yeah, she yeah gives I, him I did kind of wonder that like, it she, did kind of like a like i don't know if the it was way, like, like i know you or yeah, like, like the I, way like linger that, that shot it almost like her almost kind of like, it, yeah. like he's her accountant or something yeah like, true yeah. <laughs> true that does lead to more connections because those two the two that are having an affair definitely like know each other i don't think there's any doubt about that they, yeah because they volunteered to die at the same time and yeah he, his last line to her was you shouldn't have married him or, yeah you, know, you shouldn't have married him she's like i know yeah so good for the lovers i guess they had the romeo and juliet moment but even that shows like you know like it, it this movie has more reflections about uh life than it does death i feel like oh, you yeah. know it's it's nuts the way the dialogue and the concept of this movie it's so it, simple it but it's so like the american political environment condensed down into like just it does. this like because it feels like you know at the very surface level that it feels kind of like all right we'll be the have the right morals we'll do the right thing but as the urgency you know as the population declines and the urgency gets higher and higher like the true colors just come out yep everyone just starts saying wild shit and i listen i controversially love when movies get political and shit because movies are an art form that is reflective of like the society and everything and don't get me wrong i love a good like turn off your brain and just enjoy this movie yeah but also like i enjoy movies with human stories and part of being human is politics and like real world issues and i a lot of people don't like this movie because of that they're like oh everybody's just a stereotype and it's right. just political propaganda and i'm like no it's just a story with yeah. actual adult humans like you want to like, be outraged and be like it has an agenda and it's like yeah, not really because like, it's not, showing every point of view i'm not saying you're afraid i'm but i'm saying you're afraid <laughs> so, like i, I like yeah. i just i never understand when people are like I I stopped I stopped watching when it got political. Like, it, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's been political, sis. You were just ignoring it. Yeah, because it's really just life. It's it, really just life, exactly. Yeah. So, and I, I think I, pretty much to tell like a real human story with emotions, you almost you almost have to take some sides mm-hmm. and calls uh, take some stances in your in your storytelling. There, the writing's impressive too, because one of the hardest things in writing is making sure your characters sound different. And yeah. each person in the circle has their own voice and it's absolutely very, very different from the person next to them it's like yeah some characters only have one maybe two lines but you don't really get to know anyone like no one really has an arc the ones that do it is like a you kind of like you're you're like yeah they're right and then you're like oh no they're very wrong <laughs> like, yeah it's like it's they definitely show their true colors and it's there's no one there's no redeeming story really like it's no it's, no there's, no there's not even <laughs> there's not even really a character to follow it's just yeah. like is like i said earlier even this eric guy who kind of is the closest thing to a main character doesn't really shine until the end he's he's had a few lines throughout but it's yeah. very rarely 
does a, an ensemble cast movie like this work so well right and i i think this movie is just insanely impressive all around and super memorable mm-hmm. and we're we're sort of getting down to the you know the top 10 here as the, the, the uh towards the end of the movie because everybody else has been picked off uh one by one uh i can't say many slashers i can think of that use a laser death beam as the yeah. main weapon usually we go the the blade route but this is the sleigh route. <laughs> sleigh um, beam. Yeah. And so we see, we also see the way it's, it's like an experiment. We see the way people react when under such a Extreme stressful stress. situation. Yeah. Some people try to control it, even though it's way beyond out of their mm-hmm. control. Some people just give right into that. Yep. And uh, some people try to tell the truth and they're like, let's hope for the best. And other people, other people make up lies. Let's talk about the loving liars of this movie. That one guy from an episode of How to Get Away with Murder <laughs> and the chick who lives in Saw 5, <laughs> Julie Benz, and this dude Mrs. named Dexter. Craig. Wait, what? Mrs. Dexter. Mrs. Dexter. Uh, Rita. Rita. I've never seen Dexter, yeah. but I knew. Yeah, Rita. Yeah. And then, Poor Rita. R.I.P. Yeah. Poor, um, so Julie Benz probably the biggest the actor. only name actor. Oh, definitely the only name most people know. And this uh, movie, which was on, t- on purpose, on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened is she's next to this dude. And earlier in the movie, he was like, like when when shit first started getting real, like before anyone really thought about things, he was like, listen, my wife is standing right next to me. If you got to kill somebody, kill me. Don't kill her. Spare her. Yeah. Spare this her. Whole thing. And yeah, basically assuming that like nobody wants to kill someone's spouse right in front of them like that like they uh they wouldn't want to deal with that and it's almost like a throwaway moment because everything's so chaotic in the moment in the more uh in the beginning that i didn't really especially my first watch like i really didn't think that hard uh about it i was just like okay uh, we got a married couple in here whatever yeah demographic go on kind of like sure that's possible that's a thing that could happen yeah absolutely especially these two they look like you know classic white suburban american family yeah they look like about the same age about the same fitness level whatever yeah both white so they've they've made it this far and we're down to the end here and there were we're kind of towards act three here (laughs) ready for act three this uh it gets real uh, debatey. Like they basically choose sides. You're either on the side yeah. to kill the pregnant woman and the child in order to give every adult a fair advantage, or you're on the side of the pregnant woman and the child are going to be the ones to live. Or they're, the, they're going to be the last two and they'll decide who lives between them. That's between them to decide. Right, right. Yeah. And Eric here is hardcore advocating for letting one of them live. And the surfer bro knockoff um like i always think he looks like woody harrelson a little bit but like okay. much younger and like mixed way with hairier because like, woody's been bald for like yeah. since the 80s but. yeah yeah <laughs> looks like woody harrelson with like a wig but um he's like the leader of the the kill them side yeah and what happens is they're kind of like this married couple is kind of on the fence, not really knowing what to do because, you know, they just want to live and they can't really hide anymore. So they're in the hot seat. And at the last second, they get them to switch their vote, which knocks out a bunch of the big players uh, that were already happening in the script at this point. And it causes a tie. And what happens then 
is we learned that Ms. Julie over here didn't vote because she she didn't have it in her to vote for the small child. Yeah. And this causes some uh, discrepancy with the crowd. And our surfer bro here is like, it's like just so frustrating. He's like, you're probably not even married. And then he starts to think about it. And he's like, yeah. it's like wait. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all totally are married. This is bullshit. Exposes yeah. their Starts asses. asking them questions. And then uh, they, they kind of get the questions right. Because it's generic. Like, when's his birthday? And yeah. Stuff that she makes strangers up a date, would never be able to confirm. Somebody's like, what's your husband's name? This, and then they're like, ladies and gentlemen, said it this is earlier. an example of a plot thread that it was set up properly. Yeah. yeah. Because exactly they once they decided that they were not going to do names this guy spoke and he was like and he started with my name's craig (laughs) yeah and then did the whole like don't kill my wife thing and then all this time later that's the that's literally the one thing they can use to trap him and figure it out because like everything when's what's what are his parents names what are your kids names what where do you go to school all this stuff stuff that they could just make up they can't confirm that shit so but his name when there was no pressure, mm-hmm. they they ask him, they ask her, what's his name? And she doesn't know. So yeah. it totally exposes them. He flips out and is like, no, she made it up. And she's like, no, he made it up. Yeah. And I was always she in the was impression along with it. I was always in the impression that he just said it. And she just, I mean, at that, what, what do you do at that point? Like you, right. I, you can't really deny it. But I guess when everybody first wakes up and stuff, there's a shot where you can see them like whispering to each other. And I guess that's when they devised their plan. How would they know already? How would they know they needed a plan? That's wild. Yeah, I I don't know this exact scene. I just read it on one of the threads of the trivia or something. Uh, So I'm going to have to look out for that lingering shot of them whispering Mm -hmm. uh, next time I watch this movie. But uh, yeah, so rip that plan. The lovers don't live. They kill the husband. Yes. And um, Julie Benz gets to grace our screens for a little while longer. Thank God. Love her. She really is like the queen of this movie. Her hair is everything. I just want it as a wig. But yeah, we really we thin down the rest of the people, and essentially, who it comes down between in the end is we've got oh okay, so we've got a character, the surfer bro guy. He was the leader of the like kill the pregnant woman and child side. Mm-hmm. So when it gets down to the end, we've got five people left. We've got Eric here. We've got surfer bro we've got the pregnant woman and the child and then this other character who quite literally has not said a singular word this entire time no gesture no face movement nothing just staring at the little black orb in the middle of the room just staring and we also just found out uh what killed Julie Benz's character is because we found out that he also has not been voting because they tried to come up with this plan where everybody votes one at a time in order to like do the thing they said they were going to do. But when it gets to him, he doesn't vote, which causes Julie to die because yeah. she has the most votes since he was supposed to vote for her and make it even or whatever. Yep. And that is when we find out this guy has literally not done anything. And this character's quite uh interesting i saw a comment that maybe speculated that it could be like some kind of disorder but one of the uh direct uh creator writer directors aaron aaron han aaron han sorry if i'm mispronouncing his name um i wrote down a quote from him about this character that i thought was really interesting so because somebody asked him about it they were like what was this guy's like 
you know, motivation and shit. He seems like such an interesting character. And he said, if the circle is an experiment to see what people would say and do when put to the test and your fate is pretty much sealed, maybe the only way to fight back is to not participate. Yeah. Give your captors nothing. Make their experiment useless. I think that's his mindset. It may not save him, but maybe it's the honorable way to behave under the circumstances. Yeah, he just didn't participate. He just straight Period. up didn't participate. He represents the the abstain yeah. vote. But also, you can't abstain forever. So yeah. he... Even when they told him, like, you're next. Like, we're killing... Like, he didn't react. Didn't react no. at all. So, I mean, Nothing. I kind of always just read that as he was, like, mute and, like, didn't just didn't know what right. they were talking about or something. Because he was just staring at the spot. Like, his eyes don't even move. Mm-hmm. Like, because you'd feel like some emotion's going to sneak through if you yeah. understood what was happening. Right, no. If he, you were just even, told you're going to die in less than a minute. Even people, when the people next to him die, he just kind of looks at them and then just looks straight ahead again. Like, yeah. he's going up and down in an elevator yeah. or something. So that's when they... Like, he felt like... He, I mean, I feel bad because I kind of prejudged him the first time I watched it. I was, it was like, oh, was his serial killer fat bastard you know right like, yeah because like, he's just kind of like this middle-aged dumpy dude yeah not like, saying words like not script like i was like he's giving me creep vibes yeah. like i kept trying to see if he was like staring at the little girl like i'm like is he a predator like oh, what's yeah. happening You're You're like, like what is this guy's story yeah, he's kind of like because he just doesn't give you anything yeah like, he's your, just your mind a huge question mark yeah and i it's almost like a, in my opinion it's like almost like the movie's way of being like well you know you gotta eventually pick a side and step up yeah. you can't be neutral forever because yeah. you, you and uh if you live your life in the safe line yeah, you're yeah, gonna have die to die like the rest of them you're gonna have to pick a lane somehow yeah and where did it get him it still got him killed but yeah. good for fourth place good for that but, queen yeah he was um, a lovely fifth runner-up exactly exactly and so that's how he gets taken out and then surfer bro is outnumbered um after that because you know they they get her they get him mm-hmm. get him dead and so it just comes down to the pregnant woman, the child, Matilda, and <laughs> Eric. Yeah. And he, this whole time, he's been advocating. He's like, if I make it to the end, this exact scenario, I'm going to sacrifice myself and let these two figure it out. Because that's, you know, they they deserve to live the most. So he is feeding them that, you know, he's like. He essentially convinces this 10-year-old to kill herself with yep. him. Yep. They say they're going to do their little sacrifice together. But the sneaky bastard, as soon as the kid steps off the circle. Like the same exact the millisecond. same millisecond. He locks in his vote for the pregnant woman, which kills them both. Because the pregnant woman loses the vote since she voted for her one to zero. And then the kid is off her circle. So she gets zapped. Yep. So he kills both of them that was his plan for the beginning he was playing chess while these whores were playing checkers yep and he checkmated them for a second you think that like he's gonna die too or something because Mm -hmm. then the tone and the the drum beat start over again and what happens is he ties but with the fetus and there's a lot of theories about this one because like (laughs) it can sort of not make sense but i also kind of get it I have a what lot do you think about this? Yeah, let's, of, let's hear okay. about it. So my first instinct was like, oh, like I was like, oh shit, like the fetus gets a vote. Like I was like, this guy's screwed, and you know, it's like whatever. But then I'm like, wait, why does the fetus get a vote? 
I'm like, wait, is this a political moment? Where they try? Is this like a pro life thing? Like life right. starts. And then I'm like, then let me not rabble. I'm like, all right, so that's kind of bullshit. But does that mean that there were actually 51 people in the room? Right. Because yeah. that kind of it, it does raise some baby voting questions. Time, da, 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 da. And then I was like, um, how if if the baby doesn't vote for anybody? Does that mean like he, it was automatically guaranteed like he was killing the fetus when he had to vote for that too or what? Then I was like, and then but at the very end of the last scene, there's you see a woman standing there who's pregnant. So a pregnant woman survived. Yep. Some other game. So yep. like okay, so this doesn't count as two people. So right. what the fuck? So then I, that's why it felt like an attacked on thing with like right. The, right. Then I read the theory was the way that she fell. Yes, and she was still was that on the, the fetus circle. was on a circle, and that before the game could, could pull off the dead mother's body. Yep. That it registered as another player. Right. It was as. There's, there's some theories about it. Uh, when I was researching, the creator said their 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 kind of vision and moment with that was like in the event it came down to her, she wasn't going to have to vote against her own fetus, fetus because yeah. then that kind of sends the message of like it was all for nothing and like what's the point in making putting all these like she's she essentially couldn't win yeah. if she if that was the situation. But because it was another person, they had to kind of make the choice. Mm-hmm. But also, like she fell in the circle, so maybe it registered the baby. Like there's all there's all kinds of things there. But because she was like the only one that you saw that did fall like directly in the circle. Like everyone else like right. fell out of the circle, like between people. You right, know? right. Which also could totally be like a funny coincidence that right. the filmmakers didn't even notice, and then people were like, totally. "But it's a theory." Yeah, like there's a heartbeat in the circle. So yep. The, the machine registered it as something, you know, it was, a, it was a flaw in the alien's machine or whatever. Yeah. So he, and then of course he decides to kills the fetus anyway. Kills the fetus, <laughs> kills the fetus anyway. So he can walk away scot-free and yeah. he does. They, he, the he next shot is him waking up in like yeah. a dam or a ditch or whatever. He's in the LA river. Is he in the LA river? Yeah. He's he, laying in the LA river. Yep. So they, they pick him up and, uh, or he picks himself up, walks outside and then you see, just ships all over the sky and yeah. all these other what would can like, only be assumed to be survivors of other games which was heavily female lot, heavily female there was a pregnant woman a lot of them I were think very there was young. multiple pregnant women there there was a very young girl like it was definitely like but there were some that were straight up like probably people like you know the the douchey thor guy who probably were yeah there were, is were some not one worth dude it, the moral like majority it's just like yeah so yeah. it's like it's an interesting it's an interesting mix because you wonder what the other ships looked like like right not every ship's gonna have a pregnant woman not every ship's gonna have a little girl you know so, at least to our knowledge unless yeah. the aliens like planned it that way it's really strange for all we know all these people got like rounded up right and then once they got rounded up or whatever the aliens like set uh separated them into like yeah. subcategories they were like oh this one is pregnant this one is this color this one speaks this right. language so they were knows? yeah and they were from different parts of the valley one one person mentions being from woodland hills one person's mentions from being i think sherman oaks or like it's different parts of la but oh, i love living here I, now because i know where these places are <laughs> right <laughs> like uh but like when he wakes up in the la river he's somewhere near downtown because we get a shot of downtown right? okay with the with the ship, so we don't really know what neighborhood they put him back in, or if that was like where he was that where he was before it started. Like right. was he in the exact same spot? Like did they just kind of dump him yeah. wherever the ship was? And since he's know. near these fifteen other people, like were those fifteen people on the same ship he was? Like did they all come? You know, it's just it's very you don't know. Yeah. So it's. And, and yeah, since you don't really see a lot of ships, like you don't really know how many people were up there or you don't see other people. There's no cars driving by or anything. Yep. So you don't know what the rest of the world looks like. 
yeah it's um it's a little bleak it's i i just think this movie is a really well written testament and example of human nature and just how vicious it can be because they they really put all sorts of issues just on the line yeah. and they hash it out in the verbal thunderdome i love right. it and this whole movie is one debate of one long debate of the dead right i mean it even goes like what would what would the world look like after that if you know the entire world had gone through that and only one fiftieth of the population was still around yeah like, what, what does that look like <laughs> yeah true because like that's then it's like well what happens next do they rebuild the world and the aliens just peace out with right it's like crazy survivor's guilt or do they is, is it a cycle do they just go through another circle do they do they just like coexist with the aliens now? Right. Like they just start living their lives around all of this and right. the alien ships just chill in the sky. I, I just think this movie is so fascinating and it was probably made for like a McDonald's or, fry. Or maybe they weren't aliens. Maybe since it looked like the Apple building, maybe this is what's going to happen with AI. It's actually <laughs> AI. a glimpse into the future. AI are going to turn buildings into drones. They're going to take us all up there, show us how shitty we are. Yep, make put it, us back really, on the planet. Yeah, and then be really like, shine the mirror at humans. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, this is this is Skynet. This is actually a Terminator prequel. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the, I, I can, Eric was actually John Connor. Or Kyle Reese or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was it's definitely uh, it's got a it's a thinker. Though a lot of people I saw online were actually saying that's when the movie jumped the shark by showing him outside of the ship. Like it should have ended with black and not knowing anything. Like we don't get to know. Like yeah, they and they did experiment with that. They actually they filmed two endings. One that was like that where it was very it ended in the ship and it was ambiguous. You didn't really know who lived or what happened next. And then they did another one and it was kind of that same thing uh, of like they wanted a little bit more finality to it. They wanted. They they wanted to to put a cap on the story. They to didn't give want you something. It. Yeah, they, they didn't wanted... want to leave you like with the inception top, to never yeah. knowing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't want to. They wanted to answer because they they still don't tell you if he was better off, like or you know what the what the end was. There, you just you saw that he did survive. He played the game and survived, and that's all you get. <laughs> um, I can I straight up cannot find the budget and box office numbers on this movie. So I mean, there that, would be, but I would well, imagine Netflix, it was it, quite if, small. If it's only ever been on Netflix, then they don't release those numbers. They don't tell mm. people. They keep all that in house, so they never tell you how much it made or right. whatever, whatever their algorithm does for that. But I, I, to my knowledge, this movie has not left Netflix since it was added when yeah. it came out on October like 16th. I mean, every the streaming was so in such an infancy infancy back then. Like they probably didn't know what kind of deals they could have made or. You know, it was probably one of the first original "quote unquote" Netflix movies. It probably, yeah, it, no, it probably <laughs> even though was. it probably the was like, uh, right? yeah, it, it kind of was like the the early formation of like Netflix doing yeah. their own movies because they they kind of snatched this one up real quick and they were like, yeah, it's ours now uh, to to put out there. Yeah, but I think it's fascinating. I think it should be totally seen by more people. Yeah, it's like the death game genre is kind of like. Sure. It's own subgenre now with like all the various Squid Games. (laughs) Yeah, you've got Squid Games, you've got like the Saw movies, you've got um um uh there were a lot of people on Reddit that were making a lot of connections between yeah, like uh 
I was even talking about. It. I was like, this this feels like it could inspire like escape rooms. Or exactly, like, exactly. Would you rather like that's yeah, a great death game? Ready or not, theater. even is yeah. a death game. Yep. Like, there's so the death game genre is is in right now. So I think I I think this is a true like this is the dictionary definition of an underrated gem. Mm. Uh, a lot of people think this movie's mediocre, and I mean, fair I guess, but I I yeah. I think it's great. I think they tapped into some some hard hitting issues, and with the premise they had, and the budget, and the yeah. stipulation and all the resources they had they made a damn good movie for five dollars like god yeah right and the fact that it's a movie that you are pulled into like you don't feel the urge to like you know scroll social media on your exactly. phone exactly yeah, it's not one you can like, do that with you I listen think you're, to the whole thing it's a thriller you're fully it's engaged. a thriller there's no downtime there's no slow part there's, there's no, no padding yeah there, it's just it's pure and it it, it it goes fast like it feels like you're because you get anxious too as it goes like you it's 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 very interesting. I like that that part a lot. It's very thought provoking. Definitely, it speaks to everyone in a different way. Probably, you probably can have a lot of really cool conversations afterwards. Yeah, because I'm with with how diverse this cast is. Certainly, everyone can like identify with someone in this right. in this cast. And like, yeah, we um, do call a few people racist and homophobes, but like, you know, there's people that are going to identify with him. Say, no, oh, they have course. a point. Yo, like, yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Give him a second. Like, oh, definitely, there no, totally is. He's right. It's like, yeah, he accused that Latino guy of being a killer, and like, you know. Was, profiling him but wait the guy did have a record <laughs> yeah like, yeah the people are going to justify all of this oh it's like, totally oh, like you know, it doesn't it doesn't deserve to die but okay sure <laughs> yeah and I, i'm just i'm obsessed with the the creation of this film uh-huh. it, i mean three years that's it was a passion project for these guys so for good sure. for them they and and i i didn't know where to like insert this in but i saw that on set in order to keep them in the actors in the in the mood and everything whenever someone died they would use like really loud speakers and thunderclaps to <laughs> keep everybody nice and tense and on edge and Work. awake yeah and working the few people that you did see die like also those are kind of impressive like little flops like i know yeah they were like i was wondering they, i was like, actually hoping out. to find somebody something out about that i was like are they like, they looked, was their mad like did they yeah, was that cg was maybe because they, yeah. like, they fully go ragdoll like, they just, just fully ragdoll like it's very so believable off screen yeah it's very believable that they they're dead but you definitely see a few hit the ground and i'm yeah. like they hit the ground they committed to that fall. like just like like yeah like they talk about that like how in tv movies you can tell it's a fake death the way they fall because like everyone always braces themselves a little bit a little somehow bit. like these people just drop nope they're just done like, like sex life is gone. just just drop yeah yeah uh they did actually have to they went through a couple different versions of the laser beam and like how, the death effect itself and because they had to make so many revisions that kind of slowed it down to being submitted to other film festivals um, so that's interesting it's interesting the way it came out too because it's very it's very subtle it's not like it's very subtle it's not it's they probably decided less is more in that yeah, situation it felt more real because it wasn't like a laser beam it was like it did seem kind of like a like electrical pulse of some sort like yeah EM, yeah EM pulse like something that either you know cause instant brain death or something some shit like that like yeah. just overloads your system however it does totally. because, yeah and it was like it was controlled and it almost somebody pointed out that it it seems to be more powerful than it lets off because um there's a point in the movie where the pregnant woman and the child tie mm-hmm. and they this guy who's standing right behind them 
kind of has an outburst and is like, just fucking kill them both. And he tries to push them off their circles. Uh-huh. And his laser makes him like fly backwards. That's right. Whereas everybody else just kind of drops. Yeah. So it seems like it can be controlled. It, it's capable of shooting like multiple beams because yeah. we see like a five way tie and all five of them die. So we just see like pew, 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 pew. Yeah. So it's this laser. Which apparently uh, sits in, I forget which creator, but one of them, it just uh, chills in his garage. I love <laughs> that. The Evil just Death the Dome. Big black Dome. Name it Ed for short. Evil <laughs> Death Dome. <laughs> Perfect. Good old laser shooting Ed over here. Oh, no. But yeah, that is that is Circle. Uh, this is a movie I, like I said earlier, have been obsessed with and yeah. think, like, there's so much to say about it, but also you just gotta, you kind of gotta go see it because yeah. if I feel like if we go any deeper, then we're just gonna straight up be debating just actual real life politics Which at is, that point yeah, because that's kinda, what yeah. that's what the whole dialogue uh, of the movie is, and they they hit they hit some points, they go they take some swings and go some places that I I think there's enough subversion here to keep you interested, and they this is one you should definitely show to a friend or something yeah. if you're a horror fan and you want to just watch a movie with friends uh i see some people online do a drinking game or like yep. every time somebody dies you take a shot or take Ooh. a hit of your bong whatever you know have have your fun however you do um but yeah that's uh that is that is circle do you have any other like final closing thoughts i mean no everything you said is i i fully echo that um i like to when i watch it i just try to think of like what would i do like that yeah that part, it, it is one like, of those like what would i do i think i think there's definitely some empathy factor yeah. to this movie because i i love a movie where the whole time you're just like holy shit what would i do and my my textbook example for that feeling is a movie that probably not everybody has seen because it's just not a well-known horror movie but it's called 13 sins okay uh if you've never seen it please do i will definitely cover it on the podcast at some point but it is that is a movie where you really are just like oh my god what would i do like how far would i have went right uh so this this movie poses that question and um asks asks you to take some reflections take a look in the mirror and be like damn am i a shitty person (laughs) because like would i have killed that girl for that reason or would i have would i have like saved would i have made the sacrifice for the pregnant woman blah 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 like all that stuff it makes you makes you ask all these questions Um, for sure circle man it's a 2015 what a year what a time what a moment (laughs) but um so with that, all that being said, let's uh, get to the deadly debate. So what that is, is on my show at the end of the episode, I think of something about this movie that's like generally controversial. I think about like who my guests are and like maybe something we would disagree on okay. and just come up with like one question one topic to just like go in on and debate um sometimes i just end up agreeing we just end up agreeing sometimes we actually do have like a debate uh, okay. it's all over the place so for the movie circle the deadly debate did eric deserve to win yes yes absolutely what is what is your reason i mean at the end of the day yeah is you want to be the good person and yes, save the little girl and save the pregnant woman. But at the end of the day, you have no guarantee that that's the right thing to do or that that's going to get you any kind of bonus points or at the end of the day, you're left with yourself and 
maybe the need to survive is greater than saving someone else. Like yeah. what, like if you don't have self-preservation, like you, <laughs> it just feels like it, you need to have that if you're going to be a survivor, like he's the only one then that I feel like would have the ability to survive in this world where yeah, a 50th of the population is left. I agree. It's a very, it's narratively on, on brand for, you know, this, this message. And it's just, I mean, he played the game, you know? So I like there at the end of the day, there, there's all this talk about who's a good person, who's a bad person. But at the end of the day, this is the situation. It was a competition. It was a competition. (laughs) It's not personal. These girls got so mad when they said, it's not personal. It's a competition. Uh, no, I th- I think he deserved the win to, the ga- to yeah. win the game. A lot of people are like, no, fuck that guy. He should yeah. have gotten zapped for killing all the for killing all the people and being that sneaky. And um, I mean, it also both what is uh, poses these questions about like selfishness. Like right. in the end, that's what helped him survive. Yes, he he didn't tell anybody his agenda. He just they stuck to his up. own, had faith in himself and his plan, and just uh, executed it literally. Yep. They gave uh, Lumberdouche the villain edit, and but really he was saying the exact same thing Eric was thinking. Oh my the god! Whole game. I swear, it's like it's the, no nobody was the bad guy. Why? When you said that, why did I immediately think that woman who was like, "I've got a cat, and uh, right? my sister lives in New England." Why did I think that was Jan? Like immediately, <laughs> she was yeah, she was safe, I safe, mean, safe. And as soon as she finished talking, she's like, "Uh oh, I need I need a <laughs> she fan got, edit yeah. of this of this circle." game but it's all just past drag race queens yeah. could you even imagine oh the God. nonsense that would take place could you imagine being on that spaceship with the 50 drag queens could you could chantilla would they give her the glass to throw on mimi at first <laughs> or would she just have to verbally like be like throws water <laughs> somebody drops and she's like see that i did that like, I did. yeah yeah i did that very well I did that very well oh could you imagine if they had talking heads like if they made this a reality With show? talking heads oh my god that needs to happen cersei lannister it's a it's a good movie it's crazy it's it's uh it, it makes you think i think it sticks with people it sticks with me it stuck with me oh, for totally. sure uh, i think this is one that people even if you don't like it you can at least be like mm, i mean yeah. i hadn't really watched it i think probably since 2015 or 16 like when it was new right and when you brought it up i was like oh i had rewatched it again so you know i did get you know a decade of i i, I tried to i was pretty much in the same place this time as i was the first time like mm-hmm. but i'd be curious to watch it over time to see if like you're let's go on and watch like, too because I, I also haven't watched this movie in, in a few years yeah. uh, not since at least before covid so mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if it's going to hold up as well. But I, I think it does. I'm totally. still just as into this movie. Yeah. Fucking Netflix never releasing their shit on physical media. I right. would Rarely. love to own this on Blu-ray. But I don't know if that will probably never happen. You but, need to um, have a lot more people to watch it. A lot more people <laughs> Maybe to fucking podcast watch it. Maybe this podcast will make it happen. Yeah, we need like a whole second wind <laughs> happening in order to get... And that's actually my ulterior motive for this podcast is I just want this movie on Blu-ray. So there you go. I'm use, using my power to influence people to watch. Uh, but no, definitely check out Circle. I think this movie is uh, so good. It's definitely a thriller, sci-fi kind of moment. But I mean, people are dying one by one. Yeah. And there's a very clear death weapon. I think it's a slap. People are getting slashed. <laughs> Actually, they're getting zapped, so it's more of a zapper movie. But still, um, 
And uh, I think it's a good good way. It's uh, definitely different than Scream. So I wanted to hit something that was totally sure. not in the vein of Scream, considering we've been sc- talking about Scream for the last six weeks on the, <laughs> on the pod. But um, I mean, I'm always down to talk about Scream, but there's a lot of other movies. So we got to throw in some sci-fi. And uh, next week, we'll throw in some uh, some some urban legends, if oh. that's any clue to where we're, where we're heading. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's... That's circle. And uh, yeah, if any if any of my listeners want to find you, do you have anything you'd like to plug, promote? Um, really, propaganda? yeah, just uh, check out um, In All Night Live on Twitch most Friday nights. It's it's real gas. Got Sweet. a lot of cool puppets and stuff. So okay. Check yeah. It out. Everybody love puppets. Everybody loves puppets. We love a puppet show. Uh, yeah, check it out. There's uh, They're all really cute and fun. And I like all the little, the various characters. They're fun oh, to watch. Weird. Fun to see also. <laughs> but yeah check it out uh if you want to find uh, more of uh, me uh first of all follow the podcast twitter and instagram at dotd underscore podcast uh you know announcements updates we just did a giveaway i'm planning on doing another one really soon like probably will be happening when this episode airs so keep an eye out for stuff like that if you want to follow me and support my drag follow me on instagram and twitter at queen underscore cream and of course please consider checking out and joining the patreon we've got bonus episodes we've got a group chat we've got um what monthly watch parties and you could come on the show like matt here so check it out and consider subscribing it helps me a lot and it makes my life easier because i'm able to make this kind of content instead of do boring day job work that is beneath me (laughs) so uh yeah check check out all the socials stay tuned for next week's episode of the podcast we're still going strong with the slasher season even though the screamathon is over we got to calm down now that scream six is out but uh yeah stay tuned we'll see you next week thank you for listening bye bye